Hello, and welcome to the Vision Speak Live podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Candice. I'm so glad you decided to tune in. It's not by accident that you are here. It's a divine appointment. And I believe you are going to leave inspired, challenged, and motivated to arise and move forward into your true identity and purpose. Vision Speak Consulting exists to help you discover and cultivate your dreams, strengths, and purpose through education and action with kindness. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. Hey, Queen, before we get into this next episode, which I know you are going to enjoy, you're going to laugh, you're going to hear some nuggets. So keep that notebook close if you're able to do that or mentally remember some of the things you heard. And I'd love for you to tell me what you think about the episode. But I wanted to share that the Queen Arise Masterclass Summer Edition is coming soon. We kick off with our first virtual masterclass on Thursday, July 13th, and it'll be five weeks total ending on August 10th. And it's going to be a powerful time of sharing, of worship, of prayer, of teaching, um, of accountability, of building community. And really my heart is that we leave this masterclass encouraged and empowered to get up from what set us down and to move forward into all that God would have us to be and do in this season in the now season of your life. So I want you to join me. I'm looking for at least 10 ladies. Um, We can definitely hold more than that, but at least 10 to um, get in on this masterclass. So go to the show notes. You'll see the link there for more information um, and information about the investment costs. Also, along with that, um, I'm offering a discounted rate to meet with me um, and have a vision and strategy session one-on-one for an hour. So I want you to grab a hold of that too. So let me know if you have any questions, but I love to see you in the Queen Arise Masterclass. I hope you enjoy. Wait, I know you're going to enjoy this next episode. Thanks. Hey, Alicia Leach, your, well, not your complete full name. What's your middle name? My middle name is Janae. Alicia Janae Leach. Yeah, the whole government out there. The whole government name. And you're so, no, I'm not going to do that. You like that. But welcome to the podcast, sis. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yay. Me too. I'm so glad you said yes. So let's go ahead and jump in. I would love for you to tell our listeners and shout out to our listeners Hey, thank you for being here. Um, I'd love for you to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Okay, so I always struggle with this question because I never really know what to say. Like, I can be so extroverted, but also introverted at the same time. So I'm going to say random stuff. First, I think I'm an ambivert. That's like a mix of an introvert and an extrovert because there's times where I want I want to be outside with the people. And then I'm like, mm-mm, like I'm gonna be staying in the house for a couple of days. So I, I really don't know. Well, like, I think that's what I am, an ambivert. But then my friends will be like, no, you're extroverted. And I'm just like, I think it's because of y'all. You know? Yeah. Um, also, I okay, fun facts. Um, I buy too much stationery. Like I'm looking at my desk right now, and I have pens mark three different types of four different types of markers and I don't buy a single pen a single marker a single pencil I bought a pack of everything so I got 10 12 of them and it's just like and then they go missing and then I buy more and then I find the ones that go missing so now like I just have I have stationery in so many different parts of my house it's kind of insane and that's something I'm really trying to like I'm my goal is to not buy any more stationery for the rest of the year. I don't, that's a really big stretch, but like, I'm really trying to stick to it. My goodness. So you all can't see this because it's probably just going to be audio. I don't think I'm uploading this to YouTube, sis. So anyway, but you're gorgeous. Maybe I'll do a screenshot so we can just show the people <laughs> what you looking like and just crop me out. But anyway, so I was like, oh, I had the facial expression of, oh my gosh, because I remember I used to be all into stationary. It's not something I'm into right now. You know, maybe it'll come back. But when I was little, I had to have stationary because I was, you know, writing letters to family mm-hmm. members, friends. So are you sending out correspondence mm-hmm. with this beautiful stationary? That you, you know, have? that's something I really like. I used to in high school, 
every Monday, like on my Instagram, I would post like who needs some encouragement and they would send their address and I would send them handwritten letters. And I don't know where that idea came from, but like that's something I would totally like to do again because there's nothing like receiving like a handwritten letter um, and like it's be so thoughtful. So like I want to do that because I like, I really do like doing that. So, and it makes me think, and even in elementary school, like I don't know what kids were doing, but I was collecting paper and not just blank sheets of paper, but pamphlets. We went to the doctor's office. I'm getting an information pamphlet about something I don't even have, how to deal with patients with cancer. I don't have cancer. I don't know anyone with cancer. I'm just collecting anything. And I would have this, I had this desk and it just had piles of paper and paper and paper. And I'm like, why did my mom let me keep this? I'm not sure. But I had so much, like it was actually kind of insane. And I just, I'm glad that I'm, I'm not really over that phase. Okay. okay. It's not as bad. Getting pamphlets? Like when you go to the doctor's office? Okay. I don't grab the pamphlets. I okay. Don't do okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I do like, I do just. I just have a lot of paper that I don't need. Like, why did I print the article? I could have read it on my phone. I didn't yeah. need the printed version. But my thought process is I wanted to highlight yeah, things yeah. that were important, but I could do that digitally. So that's, yeah. Yeah. But seeing nothing wrong with that because I, like I think about with books, like I, I know people love, you know, Kindle. And oh, shout I'm out to Kindle, Kindle you know. But my I Kindle have to have- I mean, you can see, honey, I got, you talking about all the stuff you have around your desk, honey. I got books on books on books and a mm. bookshelf and yeah. books and boxes. Um, but I have to have in print, you know, when I'm reading a book. So I can, like you said, with the article, highlight, make notes, put yes. I'm exhorting on the book because that's just, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Having it in my hand and flipping pages and smelling. Mm. Yeah, there is. There's something about the smell of a book. I'm yeah. also a book collector and there was a time when I was working with this publishing company. So they were sending me a lot of books, but I bought a Kindle. My Kindle's name is Kevin. And I really, really like my Kindle. Like I read five books a month now because of my Kindle. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So Kevin, the Kindle. Kevin, the Kindle, because I couldn't. Or Kevin Kindle, like. Kevin you, Kindle probably because everybody K -K. Kindle, Kindle and so I didn't want to be like everybody else so I had to give I give everything a name my car okay. has a name um my Kindle has a name like anything that I use on regular has a name okay okay you but name it come on yeah, see exactly. I could go a bunch of different directions but I appreciate you all, Alicia's so fun. Isn't she fun, you guys? And I hope, I know you're smiling and cracking up. And I'm sure some of the things that she shared already about herself has resonated with you. Listen, you have the floor. Is there anything else that you want to share? I feel like you need to talk about that. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I, I'm 22 and this yes, is the 22. first year that I've ever dyed my hair like I've never dyed my hair my whole life and I just went I'm a go bigger go home type person so I went bright blue and I mean root to tip not like a little highlight like the whole thing is blue and I feel like it matches my personality because I really like like blueberry lemonade and I didn't think about the correlation but now I realized that maybe there was something there was something there my nails are blue right now like blue might just be the new color for me so I like blue. Oh, sorry, I couldn't get off mute fast. <laughs> I'm trying to be mindful of audio and and anyway, so you're not being cut off. So that's why I was just going on mute a little bit. But um, I love that. So we were talking previously before this particular recording about blueberry lemonade and how I need to try it. And yeah. what's the brand that you shouted out? I, I need to look it up because okay, I'm like kaleidoscope or something. And so did individual glass bottles. You can what get store it. do you get it from? I get mine from um Roger. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it is so good. Make sure it's cold mm. and I, I save it for specific days. It's it's Caliscope Caliscope with a C C A L Y no Calypso. Woo! <laughs> Shout out to Calypso. Yeah, I'm like okay, I've seen that brand. Yes, 
<laughs> and it's like in the refrigeration section I feel like so hey, I so- always get mine from the shelf like it's not in oh the- okay it's not cold okay but I feel like I've seen it before so <laughs> okay yes so let me share some context on how I know Alicia so Alicia and I met okay and you can fill in but I feel like we met first um through the YMCA Black Achievers program mm-hmm. okay So I used to work for a state agency um, that administers financial aid in our state. And I was an outreach counselor. So I would be at different schools and events um, talking and working with students on college access and financial aid. And so um, I would come to Black Achievers. It's a Saturday or I should say a youth organization through the YMCA here locally. And it's also, I'm sure there's some chapters. Well, I don't know if you call it a chapter, but I know there's some other cities that have the Black Achievers program. And so I would come, um, there was a college fair every year. This is for middle school and high school students um, to attend and get information about their next steps after high school. And so I'm sure that we interacted. And I feel like I just remember you, Alicia, which you still are now, of course, like this big bright light. And I could tell like, okay, she is about her business. And I don't know if you were a junior or senior when I met you, but I just knew I was like, she's like a leader. Not like, I was like, she's a leader. She's about her business. I like her. (laughs) Yeah, I remember coming up to you because I was determined to go to college without paying for it. And so I was like, let me ask as many questions as I can, because maybe she knows some things I don't know and she can help me. Well, awesome. I'm glad you did that. I was there to help. Like, I love it. I love talking with and still do young people who are hungry, right, for information. And I just see um, that they just have that spark, that interest, that desire. And I'm like, oh, okay, let's go. Because that's how it reminds me of me. That's how I was. And I was in Black Achievers when I was in high school. Um, Alicia and I actually are alums of the same high school. She is much younger than me, but we represent DuPont Manual High School. So meeting you, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's me. That's how I was a senior, you know, junior, senior in high school. Like, okay, I'm trying to go to school for free. So who do I need to talk to? What scholarships do I need to apply to? Like I was on it. Um, And not just myself, but friends that I was surrounded with as well. We were like helping each other and encouraging each other. And like, hey, let's go get this money. (laughs) Because it's possible to get it paid for completely free. Okay. Um, So yeah. And then fast forward a little bit, like maybe the same year um, (laughs) that we were both at my nephew's graduation party, dinner, lunch. Um, and I'm looking like, wait a minute. I know who this young lady is. And so, okay, you tell the people, like, we're kind of related. By yeah. <laughs> so my cousin is your brother's wife. Yes. 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 Shout out. Yeah. To Brittany Johnson, who I call my sister in love. She's my sister in love, not sister in law, sister in love. Um, so yes, yeah, so I'll call Alicia my little sister cousin. Her and her sister. Um, so yeah, and so if I'm not mistaken, were you the achiever of the year? I was. I was the black achiever of the year in okay. 2019. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you and Tyler graduated. Did y'all graduate the same, same year? Same class. Yeah. Okay, same class, 2019. Shout out to you guys. Um, so yeah, so seeing you, and well, and I remember Brittany would talk about you. She would talk about, this is what Alicia's doing. You know, she's going to L. She's doing this. And I'm like, okay, you know, so to be there at that, the lunch slash dinner mm-hmm. situation, I'm putting it all together. And then, I mean, I, ain't se- I haven't seen you in a really long time. And then- you you roll up to the Kingdom Center, our church that we both attend, right? Yeah. And here we are. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so that's such a good story in itself because um, BG Brandon was actually the one who told me about the Kingdom Center because I was looking for a church in Louisville. I was driving to Frankfurt, Kentucky, to visit another church, but I was like, that's becoming a little hard, and I want to be committed to God so can some can you recommend something in the city of York 
and he recommended the Kingdom Center, and um, I've been there ever since. I love it. I love it. I was just thinking that um, I just love how God will bring things full circle, mm-hmm. right? Like, and hopefully you are listening. Um, I just encourage you to take some time to look back, literally look back over your life and think about the people that you've met, the connections that you've made, the rooms that you've been in. And when you do that, it's like, wow, God, I see your, your finger in it all, your hand in it all. You know, who would have known that years later, I mean, it's now 2023. So I met you, not met you, but like saw you again, right? In 2022. Mm-hmm you know, at church and it's like, wait a minute, you know, and then get to talking. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on, you know, um, and just never thought that, you know, meeting you at Black Achievers and then come to find out, okay, you're family. And then now we get to see each other every week. Um, and we live near each other, you know, just like we're, we're able to be in each other's lives um, for this season. So I just love God and I just love how he connects and he's always right on time. <laughs> and you just never know, um, like, uh, what am I trying to say? Like, what'll come out of being in community and what'll come out of being in a relationship with someone else. Yeah. I think it's awesome. All righty. So I wanted to ask you about, um, like I mentioned, when I first met Alicia, I was like, she's fire. She's a leader. She's doing great things. And i love for you to just talk about um, you know, how it was for you in high school and just that, that determination that you had to be successful and go on to college, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. So high school, me, I feel like she was more intense than like current version of me. Like nothing was getting in her way, no matter the obstacle. But, um, like I think about high school and it's so crazy. Like I've officially been out of high school now for four years and it's just like what is happening but um high school I remember that like I knew that I wanted to do entrepreneurship so I had my first business actually in elementary school but I was really like being a serious entrepreneur I should say in high school when I was a makeup artist so I was you know getting clients and like there were my peers and older and younger and doing all that stuff and I started to like get into the world of selling um, my own branded cosmetics. And it was during that time, I kind of had like a little revelation that I wanted to major in cosmetic chemistry because I was like, okay, I'm selling these products that I'm buying at wholesale and I'm I'm selling them, but like, wouldn't it be cool to like make my own products? And um, I was really close with my chemistry teacher in high school. And he actually recommended, like put the thought, the seed in my mind. And so I started to explore it. And I was like, okay, I could totally do this. Like, I, you know, I'm gonna get my white coat. I'm gonna be a white coat girl. I'm making products, and Rihanna's gonna call me for Fenty Beauty, and I'm a, I'm gonna make a products. Like, come I, on. Things- I love that white coat girl. Come yes, on. I did all of it. I knew what grad school I was going to. It was out of the country. All of it. Like, I had it all planned. Um, but like. Things shifted in college simply because of COVID, um, because chemistry labs got moved online, and that was not fun. It was not for the week. It was very stressful, Um, and I was double majoring. So I was a chemistry major and a business major um, because I wanted both of them to learn how to make the products, but also learn how to market my products, and those are two different schools at the University of Louisville, and they do not communicate with each other. So essentially I was building my own major and it was like 19 credit hours per semester. So I was like really working and zoning every single semester. So then when chemistry labs were moved online, it became harder because the labs weren't clear and we were doing like practice runs online, but like real ones in person, but we didn't have TAs. So it was kind of like I was teaching myself and um, I'm smart, but I wasn't smart enough to teach myself chemistry. So um yeah, so I just went from high school to college, but um, high school, that was the goal. Like, I wanted to do that. I only had two big goals. It was to become a cosmetic chemist and to go to college for free. And um, I did go to college for free. Glory to God, I didn't pay a single cent. Um, but also, at the same time, when I was, like, so focused on these things, I was also, like, isolating myself from others um, because I realized I was different. 
like I realized that I was really focused on my goals and a lot of people didn't have goals set up and not that you have to have your whole life planned in high school um but I was like so focused on it that I didn't want like distractions like you you don't know what you're doing you don't have goals I don't want to be around it and so um like as I progressed in the years in high school I had less and less friends I had a lot of acquaintances like I knew everyone but people that I call my friends just that pool got smaller um because in some ways I didn't have the luxury to be playing games like <laughs> I had to get things done and because I went to manual a lot of those kids were very affluent came from wealthy families they had more access to resources and because I didn't it was like I have to create these resources for myself so I'm going to spend more time doing other things that you probably are not worried about yeah that was so can you talk about, you said you didn't have the luxury, um, you know, thinking about some of the peers that you have. Could you talk about that in terms of your upbringing? You don't, you know, you don't have to get, well, let me not limit, whatever you want to share. <laughs> like, yeah. how was it growing up? And I guess, how did that fight, maybe fight's not the right word, but just that, again, that passion, that desire, like this, I have to do this for me and stay focused and accomplish these goals. Yeah, so um, my parents divorced when I was in like elementary school. So I came from, I don't know what that title is, like a divorcee parent, I don't know, whatever. So th there was that like dynamic of myself. And I'm also one of three girls and I'm the middle child. So like resources are getting separated in three different ways. Um, so there, and because I was always a very, um, I call it kind of forced independence. Like it's something I'm grateful that I, that I gained that skill, but it wasn't something that I just chose. Like I didn't choose to just be an independent person. It was just become from the trials of coming from divorced parents and like the effect that has on the children. And I wasn't like the oldest so I didn't have a say but I'm also not the baby so it's not like I can do whatever I want mm -hmm. so I was just in this odd position where it was like either you're going to figure it out or nothing's going to like move um and so I realized that as early as elementary school like I went to the summer program for to see if I could get into this gifted and talented program and I did and so I've always been having an extra workload since fourth grade when I started wow. the talented program mm -hmm. and that never stopped from I was in that program in elementary and middle school and then high school um, I was taking college courses while in high school so I've just always been putting this kind of pressure on myself I think it also is my form of like being the middle child like you don't get that attention because you're not the oldest mm -hmm. and you're not the baby. And I always just kind of felt like I was there. So my way of combating that issue was I'm just going to be the most accomplished. And then you can't ignore me. You know, mm -hmm. that saying is like, be so good. They can't ignore you. I was living it before I knew that that was even a thing. Mm -hmm. um, and so that just really pushed. I was pushing myself to just what else can you do? Um, what else can you accomplish? And because I wasn't like, I feel like a lot of high schoolers, like they're really focused on sports. So like you get your, you know, your praise from sports. Mm. I kind of had to stop sports. I played softball all of my life, um, but I kind of had to stop for a financial issue. So I was like, what am I going to do now? Like I was getting that praise and attention from being good on the field. So it forced me to go back into my academics a lot harder. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so you mentioned, um, I just think that, that's amazing. You mentioned you had a business in elementary school. Did I yeah. please tell the people, tell us, I'm curious, what was the business in elementary school? That's so sweet. Oh my gosh. I, again, I don't think I've ever been a normal kid. Um, so my elementary school business, you know, most people are selling lemonade or something. Right. Um, I was not doing anything of the sort. I actually built a website and it was to um, a matchmaking website. So I was trying to help my peers get boyfriends and girlfriends. Oh, and and, and that's, that's what I did. And I hired them 
And get this, I paid all the people that I hired in school supplies because, you know, I was a hoarder and I had all this collection of pencils. Notebooks and pens and pencils. I was paying them and they got this little uh, plastic Ziploc bag. They got a, a notebook, some high quality pens and pencils. And that was your payment. Congratulations, you're hired. You've been, <laughs> you've been paid on the day that you got hired. And it was great. And Wait, and hired to do what? <laughs> They were hired to recruit people to the website so that people can find their boyfriend and their wow. girlfriend. Wow. What yeah. grade was this girl? This was fourth grade. So after I transferred schools. Um, so that gifts and talents, school. honey, was coming on out. Hear me? Oh, my God. Summer yeah. program, girl. It got it was, we had a class on technology, and they were showing us all of this. And I was like, oh, this is fun. So after school, I would always go to my, grim, my granny's house. And she had a computer. I think she was the only person I knew that had a computer. And that's what I did all day. I was a computer kid, but I was over there figuring out how to work websites and creating emails for all the staff and logins. Like I, all of it. I, that's what I was doing. That was the This business. blows my mind because we're in two different generations, right? <laughs> like, I'm like, oh yeah, there were computers clearly and website and coding and all that stuff. Of course you learned that in fourth grade. <laughs> I just like, why was that what I was doing? Everybody was outside <laughs> mingling and, you know, I'm, I'm at home. I'm on the computer. Honey, you was trying to help them mingle even better. Yeah. Listen. I think I created, um, what's that website? It was, uh, <laughs> what's, I created the matchmaking website before it was up and I just didn't know it. And Facts. I had the wrong target audience. That's the issue. I was, <laughs> was trying it. to. I was trying to match 10 year olds to 10 year olds and yeah wow that's that's amazing that is amazing <laughs> I love that yeah. does anyone else know this um well I guess the people you yeah hire. I, I want to run back into like my elementary peers that I hire and be like you know where how did you feel about being you know, having a job that early. Like, what was your thoughts? Was I a good boss? Let me know. <laughs> um, and know. then it's like, yo, how is your how's your dating life now? Like, are you married? Like, yeah, that was the that was the spark back then, right? <laughs> they was learning how to communicate. Anyway, let me not go down a rabbit hole with that. But I love that so much. Okay, so we talked about like high school, kind of what you were thinking in terms of college, and we talked about college and the major there. Um, so you were able to finish college in three years. How? Again, being an overachiever, you know, 19 credit. And the thing is, that was never the plan. I never yeah. had it in my, I never had it on my vision board, on my list of goals, graduate college early. I just, as long as you got it for free, as long as you graduated that free, that was enough. But the, the three years was just like, wow, you just took it to the next level. So um, when I was originally the chemistry and the business major, I was taking all these classes and extra classes. And so by the time I got to like middle of my junior year, I met with my advisor to like choose my, uh, like plan out the next senior year. And she was like, so have you applied for graduation? And I'm like, why would I do that? Like I'm a junior, what are you talking about? She was like, um, you have like over exceeded um, the credits like I have way more than the minimum like I could have essentially got a second degree anyway even after I changed my major so I was like really are you sure can you just check that again because I'm a planner so I knew what I was doing after graduation but to speed that up I wasn't ready I wasn't ready and she was like I think you should apply I, I took all of the business classes that they had to offer there was really nothing else for me to take so I would just be like sitting there and I was also getting like frustrated with school because I was growing my personal brand and I had a large following and I was like I could be like making so much more money doing this thing rather than just sitting here at school and in my entrepreneurship classes I was working with my professors to help them develop their next curriculum so I'm like you're getting paid to be a professor I'm not getting paid for that because I'm learning things and applying them and that's what you're supposed to be doing so I was just like you know maybe this time maybe I should graduate for um apply for graduation so I did and um, it was so scary 
but also exciting, but also it kind of felt like this sense of loneliness because again, I wasn't graduating with my class. I was graduating with people that I interacted with, but I didn't really know because they were a year ahead of me. Um, and yes, we had classes together, so I knew of them, but I didn't know them. Sorry. Yeah, listen, you are set apart. Yeah. You are set apart. And you said that <laughs> early on. And you are, you're just different. You're just different, which is a good thing. Yeah, like, I'm learning the word to of, love that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think about in scripture where it says, you know, we are peculiar people you know so the things that we do how we <laughs> how God speaks to us the things he has us doing it's it's gonna hit different than the world and that's what brings him glory yeah so that's so good and I love what you were saying I don't I don't know if I, I think I cut you off a little bit that you're just now coming into mm. would you say like accepting that about you like yeah, yeah. I'm different so like loving the thing like you want to fit in because it feels more comfortable or it feels more natural, but there's so much, there's game and the difference. So like, you know, doing things differently, you know, I hear now uh, from a lot of people that I went to high school or college with that I wasn't close with. They were like, yeah, you were just so focused. Like, I just didn't feel like um, we were on the same page. And I just, I just felt like you were on your way and I didn't want to stop that. So like, reflecting now I'm able to see that that helped me propel in ways that I wouldn't have if I was still trying so hard to fit in yeah that's good that is so so good so tell us about um and I know this about you so I can say it but tell us about your current work the work that you're currently doing with grip tape yeah tell us what it is and what you're doing I love Grip Tape. So actually, uh, Grip Tape is a nonprofit organization that gives $500 grants to students between the ages 14 and 19, and particularly students that have like a lack of resources. So you get this grant for things that you're passionate about. So if you want to learn how to play the ukulele, you want to start a business, you want to find the best coffee bean in the U.S., whatever it is that you're interested in learning about, you apply, they accept you, you get $500 to pursue it. And um, I found out found out about Grip Tape in high school because I had created like this, um, this community of teenage entrepreneurs because when I was doing my makeup business, I was like, okay, I realized that I'm different and there aren't any, there was no one else having a business in high school or at least not in mine. So I was like, let me connect with others. So I created this online community and I was just like, I think it was just an Instagram page. And I was just like, if you're a teenage girl and you have a business, like, let's connect. And that community grew to like 150 people all over the world. Like there were people in other countries. But one of the girls in the group, she was in Connecticut. And like, she kind of just stood out to me. Like we just talked a lot more. And that became like one of my closest friends. And Grip Tape is based in New York. So they had a program with some students in Connecticut. She was one of the students. So I found out about group tape through her and I was like, this sounds too good to be true. They just give me $500 to do whatever. Right. I right. That doesn't seem real. And so I applied anyway. And I did that the summer before my senior year of high school. And I did it on learning how to market that product uh, makeup business that I was growing. And I stayed connected with them ever since. So I did the program as what they call a challenger. And that's just a student participant. And then I joined their youth leadership board um, to help them grow and connect with more people because I was mm -hmm. the first person from Kentucky. So yeah. I was like, more people need to experience this. Yeah. Um, and then I like all of the leadership roles that they had for their youth, I participated in. So I was a youth leadership board member. I was what they call a champion. And that's just like the adult cheerleader that each challenger gets paired up with. Yes. It's a lot of target, but that's what it is. <laughs> Um, I started their podcast. I was a podcast host. Come on. Um, I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then they had this thing called Peer Entrepreneur, which was to help people that were doing their challenges on business, um, get like a student to work with. And so I did that. And then I was a trainer for that. So I did all of that. And then, um, when I graduated college early, again, I, it was messing up my five-year plan that I had set mm. out. And because or I was so you close, thought. <laughs> <laughs> right. that's what I did think that. 
Um, I stay connected with the CEO of the organization of Grip Tape and the COO, and they became like mentors um, and had a lot of job offers for when I was originally supposed to graduate. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, like <laughs> there's a year gap in between this. I don't know what I'm going to do. And then there were some other offers that came in for right then. And I had took them to the CEO of Grip Tape. And I was like, you know, I really value your opinion, your thought. You're very wise in this field. Um, help me to make this decision. And so we we did a lot of talking about that. And as we were doing this for a couple of months prepping for my graduation, he was like, you know, they call me AJ. Um, they would, um, you know, AJ, we're working on creating this role. And, you know, we were going to send something out, but we actually think you'd be perfect for it. See. And that's just nothing for, but God. I didn't have to do an application. Come on. I didn't have to submit a resume. I haven't updated my cover letter since college. Like since since my junior slash senior year of college, I have not updated my resume because there's yeah. literally no need for me to do this. Every job that I've gotten, I've never had to apply for. And that's nothing but God. Um, so the role was called senior fellow. And essentially you would be able to learn everything about starting, leading and growing an organization and mm-hmm. although I didn't want to go into nonprofit world, the skills were still transferable right. to for-profit world. Right. So I was like, this sounds perfect. I would get a salary. Um, the benefits was nice. I never even knew anything about benefits because I've never had a salary job. Right. Come on. You know, this sounds pretty good for us. <laughs> I was, I was, twenty? No, I was twenty-one. This sounds pretty good for a twenty-one-year-old, like getting a salary job with benefits and all this stuff. So I was like, you know what? let's do it and um it was I signed up knowing it was a one-year role so it started August 1st of 2022 and it ends actually at the end of next month I love it you all can't see me but I keep going on mute and then I'm like oh I gotta hurry up and get off mute I celebrate you sis man I love God and I just love how he has just open the door, but mm-hmm. it's you stepping through, right? And I just think about um, you creating, because you were like, okay, you're a solutionist. You're a solutionist. You're a problem solver, right? So there was this need because you're like, no one else that I know of, right? This is what you're thinking in high school is a teen entrepreneur. So let me create this space where others who are around the world and just think if you hadn't taken that step of faith this is a faith step right um but I know social media you know is huge so it's like let me just create this page and then you you know God it was God that highlighted that young lady in Connecticut and then you know her sharing with you about grip tape and then now look at you (laughs) crazy right in a position that they created Mm -hmm. right for you and you didn't even have to apply didn't have to do an interview didn't have to jump through a lot of heaps but it was for you yeah that's powerful that's like somebody was talking about like when when God has his hand on it like it's a word but there's just no friction like there's a lack of resistance like Mm -hmm. things just flow like you may encounter issues but you still solve them easily and like just talking about it right now, like I'm realizing that has really been a uh, depiction of my life mm. in recent years. Like it hasn't always been like that. And yeah. the years that it wasn't, honestly, I wasn't really close to God. But the years that I've been reaching out to him, that resistance has decreased. And things starting to flow. Yeah, it's with God. One of my favorite verses, Matthew 19, 26b. <laughs> with God, all things are possible. So he, that's what he desires is a partnership. And then he can, I feel like he can flex his muscles, right? Because there's this relationship there. There's trust being built. You know, he's like, okay, I can trust my daughter, you know, and I need her here. So let me open the door because I need her here, wherever here is, I need her here. So let me just, you know, open that door. Yeah. And giving him all glory, you know, it's him, you know, it's him helping you, willing you, right. You can't, you couldn't have done this, <laughs> all of this, all of that without him. Yep. Without him. Um, so I think I have just a few more questions for you. You're all right, girl. You're all right. Yeah. I'm, I'm loving this. Yes. Good. 
Okay. So um, how would you say, I think this might be my last question, honestly, I think, how are you being stretched in this season? How is God stretching you? Yeah. Um, really? Uh, there is this uh, speaker, his name is Myron Golden. And um, he said this, you know, a lot of y'all are treating the Bible like it's a highway and you need to treat it like it's a school zone. And so that is how I'm being stretched this season because sometimes I'm rushing through reading the word to check it off the list. Mm. During the season, I'm just really, like I try to do a book a month, but I've slowed it down. Like sometimes you just cannot get through that chapter within a day um, because it requires multiple days of really understanding. So like I'm really treating the Bible as if I'm preparing for a research presentation. Like if I don't know a word, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look at the different um, definitions for it. I'm going to compare translations of the Bible. So I'm going to multiple different commentaries. I'm going to ask Holy Spirit to um, tell me how this actually applies in my life. Tell me how I could apply this. Tell me where this is lacking. So I'm really just taking my time and the amount of understanding and wisdom that I'm getting from the smallest of things. Like I'm really God has given me like pieces of, of his mind, essentially, like why things are created in this way, why things are done in this order, how these lessons can be applied in multiple different areas of my life and just in the world. And sometimes he drops pieces of wisdom on my life that are not for me, but for me to share. And so not only am I learning, but I'm learning to be obedient to sharing what I'm learning. Yeah. So those are my two like major things yeah. that are like stretching me because I've been, I've always been a very vocal kid, but I didn't feel qualified mm. enough at the time to be sharing what I'm learning about God because I'm new, but of course God qualifies the unqualified, like he's the qualification. Come on. Um, and so he's reminding me of that constantly yeah. and I'm finding ways to share his word in a way that's obedient to his ass, but also in a way that's comfortable enough for me to do it repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> and that's what comes with a growing relationship with Christ. He's like, I'm with you. I'm with you. And just as you are, right? Like, um, you don't have to pretend to be anyone else. And that person that, and people that he has for you, they're going to receive you because it's you. It's Alicia with her fire blueberry, blue hair and her blueberry lemonade. You know what I'm saying? And this gorgeous smile and her blue nails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay. One last question. Okay. So um, I want and desire, and I know it is the space to be when people listen they are encouraged, they're motivated to go for their dreams, you know, um, to get up from whatever set them down and to really be confident in who they are um, in Christ and, and be confident, you know, on who he is to them. And I'd love for you just to um, share some of that wisdom <laughs> that he's giving you to that young person, that young lady that's listening. And it's like, man, I resonate with Alicia. I have you know, this on my radar that I, I want to do, but maybe just don't know how to move forward or I'm at a place in my life where I feel like I'm in transition. What would you, what advice or wisdom, advice slash wisdom would you share with that young person, that young lady? Oh, yeah. Um, so when I, I think of like talking to my little sister and, mm, yep. um, and I do not sugarcoat. So I'm not one of those, oh, do this. So um, you got to stop putting your goals in the back burner because your yes is never about you. It's about the next person that will be able to say yes because you said yes. Come on. Um, so you got to start doing what, what you're called to do. And so for a long time, I was confused on what is it that I'm called to do? But as you grow more with Christ, your heart starts to match his heart. Your mind mm. starts to match his mind. So the things that are actually on your mind and on your heart are from him so you don't have to keep asking what it is because you already have something on your mind and it's because he put it there come on it is something that you have to seek so i didn't understand like i was waiting on god to be like do this Stop right with a loud and voice with a deep loud voice like all of that i'm waiting on, i'm waiting on somebody to send me a mail a letter in the mail to say this is what you're supposed to be doing like i'm waiting on that and i'm like god is like 
How many times I have to tell you? It's what's on your mind. As you are getting closer to me and you keep asking me what's on your mind and what's on your heart is what I am saying that you need to do anyway because your heart matches my heart. Your mind matches my mind. So what's on your heart? Do that. And so I'm learning to be obedient to the desires of my heart because they're no longer mine. The, the things that I used to want were probably mine and they were of this world, but I'm not that girl anymore. And so I'm pursuing the things that he's putting on my mind and my heart and I'm you're never going to know the how either. Like, I'm like, okay, God, I'm, I'm going to do it. But how am I supposed to do it? That's really you stalling because you already know that you're supposed to take this first step and you're not going to know the second step until you take the first step. And he's going to like, ordering your steps is not just God is like step one, step two. It's like, okay, you feel a push to do this thing. Pray about it. You feel okay. Do that. That was your first step. Pray again do your second step. So that's how he orders your steps. And it's you being obedient to that. There's a lot of people that will get a lot of ideas, but will never do it because they don't have this plan that they're looking for that they're never going to get. Like, and all these entrepreneurs that like, even I was trying to learn from and take notes from, they're never going to be able to tell me how to run my business, that God is the one that's, that told me to do in the first place. So yes, I can learn some strategies and some tips, but taking their full blueprint and trying to hit copy and paste is never you're never going to get the same results. Um, so I would say that's a big thing. And also focus. Like this is something that I'm I'm preaching, but I'm also preaching to myself. Um, because a lot yeah, of you preaching do a lot of things. <laughs> a lot of people want to do a lot of things. You want to start a t-shirt business, you want to start speaking, you want to do all these things, and it's never going to reap the success that you want because you focused on three different, four different things. God was a man of focus. He did day one when he created, he focused on them tasks, went to sleep, woke up. And then focus on days two tasks. He wasn't doing day one, day two, day three, all on day one. And you wonder why you're not reaching the success that you want because you're not focused on what you should be doing today. Like you only can focus, worry about today and not for tomorrow because tomorrow has its own troubles. Like that's in the word. Like, if, hey, it was there. I didn't create it. You can go read about it. But that's like, you have to really focus. Um, and focus is, is hard. Like if it was easy, everybody would be successful um, and nobody would be lacking. But I think that like, I struggle with that because I guess I didn't see in my perspective, a lot of um, followers of Christ that were really successful. And it was just like, oh, if you're following Christ and you're not successful. No, that's not it. First of all, I was looking the wrong places. But second of all, you God wants to give you the desires of your heart. Cause again, he put it there. He put the desire there. So why wouldn't he give you the desire that he put there? That isn't like that math isn't mathing. So when you focus, you're going to reach that success because you're the only competition you have is the old version of yourself. Like I've learned to take more wins because every time you compare yourself to somebody else, it's an automatic L. But whenever you compare yourself to the older version of yourself, you always going to win. And so why not win and just focus? So I'm I'm not I used to share. I used to have a brand where I share with people different side hustles they could start. And it was great and it was effective, but it was not ordained by God because why would he want me to do multiple different things? Why would he want you? And why would he want me to share that so people could be in a place of confusion and never start anything? No. So although I was making money and I was successful doing that, I was growing a brand, it was not aligned and it was causing me turmoil because I was like, I don't get it. Like I'm helping people. That's what I want to do. I'm teaching God. But it's, you're teaching them so many things so they can never choose. That's I am. I am a father that does not cause confusion. So why would you, I want you to be a daughter that does that? Allow people to focus and encourage them to stick with the goal. That was a lot of advice, but it was it was all needed. It was all needed. Amen. Y'all. Well, Alicia, Leach, you just got me all the way together. <laughs> and everyone listening. And amen. Oh, goodness. Um, I might have to put Alicia's like cash app in the show notes so y'all can, I'm serious, bless her with a seed. Yeah, we're going to do that. And whatever else, other platforms, she <laughs> Venmozel, what she want. Wow. Thank you so much, little sister cousin. 
that their focus. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you. Yeah. yeah, God is not the author of confusion. She said, day one, yeah. <laughs> let there be. And he went to bed and woke up the next morning and, and, he, and he rested and he rested yeah. a whole a whole day and night. You know, it was a whole separate, that's another podcast episode. Thank you so much for joining us today. This was so good. There were definitely so many more questions that I plan to ask, but that was so good right there. Um, before we go for real, for real, I'd love for you to share how people can get connected with you. Cause I feel like there's somebody who's going to be listening. Is like, you know what? I need to talk to Leisha. I need to, you know, connect with her, um, keep in touch, gain some more wisdom for her. So how can people connect with you? Yeah, on all platforms, Instagram, TikTok, and, and Pinterest, if that's your thing. But um, it's all Alicia Janae, A-O-Y-S-S-I-A-J-A-N-E-E. -S -S Please send me a DM. I welcome them. I love to chit-chat. I'm a voice memo type of girl, too, so you probably Come get a on. message back. Um, but yeah, please connect with me. Um I'm always willing to talk. It is my favorite thing to do. <laughs> I love it. And let me shout out Grip Tape because yes. if there's a young person listening or a parent <laughs> um, that has a young person, niece, nephew, grandchild, church member, youth, kids, neighbor, please, please. Um, you said Grip Tape is for 14 to 19? Yep. And you Girl. can... Reach out to me for details if you have questions, but if not, you can go to Griptape's website and it's just G-R-I-P-T-A-P-E dot org. And they have all the information. You'll probably see my face on there too. Yes. So you'll know when you're on the right place because you'll, you'll, you'll see, see her beautiful face. Um, and I'll be sure to put all the information she shared um, mm -hmm. on the show notes. So you all can just click there and get to um, Alicia directly through social media and also on group tape to find out more information about that program. So thank you, Alicia, so much. And thank you all so much for listening. And until next time. Hey, my listeners, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Vision Speak Live. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. And if you did, I would love for you to rate this podcast and write a review. That only helps us get this out to more people. Also, subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss new episodes. Again, thank you so much for tuning in.